Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Final reading from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of John. Throughout these last few weeks, as we have slowly been making our way through this chapter, we have heard one theme continually be proclaimed through the readings, and that is that Jesus is the bread of life. This bread was broken and given for us. And it has at least a double meaning. First, that Jesus gave up his life on the cross so that we may have eternal life. And with this, it refers to the sacrament of communion, the Eucharist. Jesus says, the one who eats this bread will live forever. We remember and participate in the cross of Jesus by eating his body, the bread of life, in communion. And it is also a call to follow Jesus. You see, eating the bread of life also means we feast on him throughout our days. The Israelites, and this is the comparison that keeps on coming up in the reading, the Israelites were given bread and they called it manna. And God gave it to them in the wilderness to survive. They had escaped the slavery in Egypt and spent time wandering in the wilderness. You can read all about this in the second book of the Bible, the book of Exodus. But that bread, that manna, which means what is it, did not sustain them for eternal life. They eventually died. And Jesus is saying that he is the bread of life. And when you feast on this bread, you will live forever. It is a call to follow Jesus, to die to ourselves and to follow Christ, to feast on his life and to serve him and not ourselves. And when we feast on him, we will live forever. And this is not, this is not an easy message. We as humans naturally want to serve us ourselves. We naturally want to please ourselves, but to truly serve our Lord Jesus Christ in this world, in this day and age, in the climate that we are in, it is not easy. It is a difficult message, and many thought the same in Jesus' day, and that is why in our gospel tells us that when many of his disciples heard the words of Jesus, they said, this teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? And then St. John writes, because of this Many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. They left Jesus. It was too hard. They did not hear what they wanted, so they turned and left. Following Jesus is not an easy road. Jesus is the bread of life given for the world. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. At the dawn of the space age, it looked like the United States was losing the space race, and soundly. The Soviet Union had launched the first artificial satellite in 1957, and in response, the USA's Vanguard rocket blew up on the pad. Both nations then began to work on putting a human into space, and the American project Mercury was projected to put a man in orbit by late 1960, but delay after delay 
allowed the Soviets to put a man into orbit in April of 1961. Yet, on the basis of that suborbital flight, while American morale was low, President John F. Kennedy, at a joint session of Congress on May 25, 1961, committed the United States to landing a man on the moon by the end of the decade and bringing him back safely. Some people questioned the sanity of this proposal. How could we talk about going to the moon when no American had even been into the orbit? And the Soviets seemed to be so far ahead. It seemed like a preposterous goal. And nevertheless, just four months later after that, President Kenny dug his heels in and said, we choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one which we intend to win and the others too. John F. Kennedy. But did you hear what he said? The president said that the reason for going was not because they are easy, but because they are hard. In today's gospel passage, some of the disciples told Jesus that his teachings were too hard and they wanted something easier. And many of them left because, as they said, this this teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? And it's a good question for us, too. Let me rephrase it, nuance it a little with this. Why do you follow Jesus Christ? Why? Is it because you love to come to church on Sundays and hear a preacher preach to you? Probably not. That's probably not it. Perhaps it's, it's what we always have done. We were raised in the church. Or maybe we, we started when we came into difficult times and, and Jesus gave us a sense of peace. But why do we still follow Jesus Christ? Many in our gospel weren't ready to answer that question. They walked away. Perhaps they they did not like the music at the church service Jesus was leading. We prefer this style. Come on, Jesus. Or perhaps they thought he was a little too tough the way he he talked about sin. Ah, Sounds a little bit judgmental there. Perhaps they found out that Jesus wasn't on their political side. Uh Uh-oh. So they rejected him. The scriptures say many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus turned to his closest group, the 12, the ones that he was the most vulnerable with, the ones that he spent the most time with. And he said, Do you also wish to go away? And it was Simon Peter who answered him. And he said, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Friends, St. Peter's words ring true for today too. To whom Can we go? 
It is only Jesus who has the words of eternal life. Only Jesus is the bread of life. Where else can we turn? We can, we can certainly try. Many of us do at times or, or have in the past. We can turn to money, but it fails us. We can turn to spiritualism. It ends up shallow. We can turn to politics, but soon they will let us down. We can turn to other religions, but we will discover the lack of grace or their lack of justice. We can turn to nationalism, but it only leads to hatred. We can turn to consumerism, but it will leave us only wanting more. When we come to the end of our rope, when we come to the dark night of the soul, when the world comes crashing down, we have the choice to turn to all sorts of things in life. But I confess with St. Peter that only Jesus Christ has the words of eternal life. I believe with St. Peter that I believe and know that Jesus is the Holy One of God. There is no other. He is the bread of life. And I believe his words. The one who eats this bread will live forever. After five weeks in John chapter 6, this being the final week, may we truly take to heart the words we have heard from our readings, the words that we have heard preached. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Jesus said, the one who eats this bread will live forever. There is no other place to go. Jesus is the bread of life. And so may we turn to him. May we turn our eyes and fix our gaze upon Jesus. For it is only in him that we find mercy and grace. It is only in him that we find steadfast love. It is only in him that we find forgiveness of our sins. And it is only in him that we find eternal life, our, our hope. I'm still struck today by the first reading from yesterday at Tony's burial service from Lamentations. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. May we eat, feast on the bread of life. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.